The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is again our the beginning of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, which was the 14th Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Isaiah chapter 66, verses 18, 19, and 24. The Lord said, And I, because of their actions and their imaginations, am about to come and gather all nations and tongues, and they will come and see my glory. I will set a sign among them, and they will go out and look about the dead bodies of those who rebelled against me. Their worm will not die, nor will their fire be quenched, and they will be loathsome to all mankind. My dear friends in Christ, sin separates us from God, but thankfully our Lord says, and I, because of their actions and their imaginations, am about to come and gather all nations and tongues, and they will come and see my glory. He says that even though we were separated from God because of our sins, what God's not going to do is he's not going to abandon us. He comes to us, and he came to us, well, we think of Jesus coming to us and living and dying for us and paying for all of our sins. As the true Son of God, he came into our world and became also true man, and, and as the God-man, he did for us what, what we can't do for ourselves, what no one else could do for us. He won for us eternal salvation, and and he sends the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes to us working through the word of God to call us to faith and make us believers in Jesus and, and also heirs of heaven. By God's grace, now we're spiritually alive. Children of God, heirs of heaven. But in our reading today, we see God giving us two warning signs and regarding the first sign the lord says i am about to come and gather all nations and tongues and they will come and see my glory i will set a sign among them well we think of jesus coming with this but here what we want to see is that what god wanted his people to understand at the time of isaiah well he gave them this sign God allowed the Jews to be carried off into a Babylonian captivity, a Babylonian exile that lasted for 70 years. God came down and dealt with his people. He allowed the Babylonians to cause them this grief because, well, this was about 100 years after the prophet Isaiah was inspired to write these words. Well, because of their idolatry, because of their rebellion against God, God allowed the Babylonians to come in and destroy Jerusalem and the temple and, and to carry those people off into that Babylonian captivity. But through all this, what God was doing is God was revealing his glory, that he is a holy and just God that he does hate sin and rebellion against him, and he will bring his judgment against those who do reject him. All too often, we're 
probably easily tempted or convinced to believe in God and think of him as mainly a loving God. And, well, he is such an amazing, loving God. But we also need to remember that God hates it when we sin against him, when we rebel against him. In the book of Exodus, our Lord describes himself as the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sin. There's that wonderful picture of God's love, but his description doesn't end there. He continues, yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generation. God's point here is that when people would, when we would reject him and the forgiveness that Christ won for us, well, the person who does that is going to suffer eternally for his sin, for his rebellion against God. When God allowed the Babylonians to overrun Jerusalem, he was giving them this warning. He was saying, even though he loves us so much, and he gave his son to live and die and pay for the sins of the whole world, even though God loves us that much, yet he hates it when we sin against him, when we reject him, he hates that. And that's evident in the second sign which pictures hell in our reading, which pictures eternal punishment. The Lord said, and they will go out, the, those who reject God, they will go out and look among the dead bodies of those who rebelled against me. Their worm will not die, nor will their fire be quenched, and they will be loathsome to all mankind. Our Lord does want us to see that picture. He does want us, he wants everybody to see that picture of eternal punishment and realize that it is very real, that it is very real and will be inescapable for those who reject him, who rebel against him. But that thought doesn't have to lead us to despair. It doesn't have to give us the feeling like maybe we should just forget about God. Instead, these warnings from our gracious God, they are warnings from a gracious God. They remind us how blessed we are. How blessed we are. There are so many who will face eternal punishment, but how thankful we have to be that our God has come to us, that our God has rescued us and how we'll want to keep looking to him in faith and knowing what his greatest desire is. And his greatest desire is that we would all be with him forever in heaven. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, thank you for not giving up on us. Thank you for coming down and gathering all nations and tongues so that we can see your glory, especially when you sent your son to live and die for us and to win for us salvation. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus, we pray in your name. Amen.
In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.